Let's get right to our next guest, Jared Poff, Chief Financial Officer at Designer Brands, ticker symbol DBI. Thanks so much for joining us, Jared. Absolutely, thank you. So Jared, at today's Investor Day, you raised your EPS outlook and reinstated your dividend. Investors clearly happy about that. Shares are up 4.6% today, 2.7% year to day outperforming the market. Tell us more. Yeah, you know, uh, obviously those two uh, those two big announcements we're very happy to make um, coming out of a record-setting fiscal uh, 21 and, and, and the, the financial position that we were able to find ourselves in. We were extremely happy to, to reinstate our dividend, which used to be a very big piece of our total shareholder return. And during the darkest of the dark days of COVID, you know, we, we, we had to suspend that. So really excited to put that back in. You know, we also, uh, given... Given the financial strength that we that we're sitting on, and and where we see the stock price, we we decided to to get active again on the share repurchase. So, you know, th those were two of the the things that really prompted us to do that. But in addition, and and something I was most excited about was we also laid out our long range plan uh, for Wall Street, which is really the first time we've been able to do that since March of 19. And and I think it was very well received. People like what they heard, and uh, you know, hopefully, you know, from here it's it's, it's up from here. All right, so speaking of that long-range plan, you're expecting to double sales of owned brands by 2026. What's going to drive that growth? You know, um, if you look at the history of DBI, you know, for most of our history uh, up until 2018, actually 2020, 20, uh, uh, the end of 2018, we were DSW, which was a brand of brand retailers, really a category dominator. Uh, in that footwear space, um, and and what we had said when we when we made the acquisitions in 2018 was we needed to get in more control of our brand destiny, not just rely on selling other people's brands, but truly start making uh, brands that that resonated with our customers. And we do have a, an extremely loyal uh, customer base, 30 million active rewards members strong, um, and one of the largest in footwear. And so we we made the Komodo acquisitions and and really acquired a sourcing organization, a design and sourcing organization that had decades of experience designing the, the types of shoes that resonated most with our retail customers. And so, you know, unfortunately, we were, we were about to launch our first collection in March of 2020, and that's when the world stopped spinning, obviously, and, and so we had to put that on hold, <laughs> really focus on pivoting our retail assortment to more of an stay-at-home athletic bend. Uh, but as, as, as that freed up and we saw the traction start to happen again in the fall of last year, we turned the engines back on and really, really have seen such strong strength and growth in growing those owned brands and really leveraging those national brands that, that we now design and create as DBI. You mentioned you're over 30 million rewards members, so you have a really good sense of the consumer, how they're spending, what they want to spend on. Any signs that the consumer is starting to pull back at all, or at least maybe become more price conscious about how they are spending their money? You know, um, we personally at DBI have not seen that, and, and I think one of the one of the reasons why, uh, you know, we, we have always been overpenetrated to the fashion side of, of footwear, um, not so much to the athletic. During the last two years, you know, we really pivoted, and, and you know, thankfully we've got a type of business model that allows us to pivot. Um, but we pivoted heavy and, and, and started grabbing market share in athletic. Um, but, but as those uh, consumers started feeling comfortable going back out, having reasons to go out and needing to get dressed up, and frankly, dressing up in something that they hadn't purchased in over two years, 
um, we, we've continued to see extreme strength uh, and demand for those um, seasonal and dress categories. And, and, you know, we don't see that slowing down anytime soon. You know, I would, I would also mention that in our brand portfolio of the brands that we own, we certainly have, have the higher end brands that everyone's familiar with, like uh, Vince Camuto. Um, but we also, you know, have some opening price point, faster fashion type brands, what, like what we call mix number six, that also can appeal to someone that's looking for something on a, on a bit more of a budget. So, you know, we're really excited with what we're seeing, especially this, this resurgence in, uh, in, in fashion footwear. You know, we had a guest on earlier this week with thematic stock picks, and he had three basically shoemaker stock picks saying because of this return to the office, people are going to have to buy shoes again, which makes sense because we all worked barefoot when we worked from home. You talked about a record setting 2021. Have you already started to see some of that demand or is that still to come? No, we, we absolutely are seeing that demand. You know, we raised guidance uh, today. And, you know, while that was somewhat driven by the share repurchase activity we've made to date, um, that, that it also was the continuation of what we were seeing coming out of fall of, of 2021. It is, it is this going back out, going to social occasions. I, I think I heard a stat that like two and a half million weddings are scheduled for this year that, that will include people actually attending them. Um, and, and obviously, as you mentioned, going back to the office uh, in some way, shape or form, uh, we think we'll continue to drive demand uh, for, for that non-athletic footwear. And weddings require both heels for girls and flip-flops when, you know, five minutes in when you want to start <laughs> dancing and you want to wear flats. All That's right, exactly I finally just right. wanted to ask you about your Souls for Souls initiative. I know uh, that's the way that you're giving back. So tell us just a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, uh, we, we've tried to find ways that, that allow us to give back, allow us to be good neighbors uh, to the planet and, and to our communities and something that also resonates uh, with our DNA and with the DNA of our customers. And, and you know, we, we kind of made this partnership with this organization called Souls for Souls a few years ago, and it really has resonated very strong, uh, both internally and with our customers. And basically it allows people to bring their used shoes um, back to uh, a DSW store or a shoe company store. And then we, we will not only give them rewards points for doing that, but then we'll turn around and, and give them to this partner. And this partner, um, has, a, has a really unique proposition. They take those shoes and they turn them into micro businesses in areas of the world that really are struggling. And it, al it allows people, empowers people uh, to, to really help themselves and their own community by being able to provide footwear where it's needed at prices that they can afford and create a sustainable business. Additionally, it's, it's also very, very good for the, for the um, environment and that we have saved six million pairs of shoes from being uh, put into the landfills. The amount of carbon uh, uh, of reductions has, I don't have the number off the top of my head, but, it, but it's huge. And the amount of textile reductions that's not ending up in a landfill is huge as well. And so we, we really felt very uh, passionate that this was a good fit and, and it's proving to be the case. All right, so giving back to those in need and to the environment, which affects all of us, of course. Jared Poff, Chief Financial Officer, Designer Brands, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks a lot.